Hello, everybody. We're back with the BPD podcast. We have a special one today. Um, we have an episode based on Linkin Park. We can't talk about the music that we like without mentioning Linkin Park in that sentence. And for that episode, we actually have a special guest with us, Megan, who is a very, very old friend of ours. Well, not she's not old. She's just an old friend of ours that we've known forever. Yeah, make sure and fix that. <laughs> actually, Megan and Kelly, my wife, were pregnant at the exact same time with our first kids. And our kids are a week apart, which yep. is interesting. Yeah, her her son her first her firstborn was born on our daughter's due date. Yeah, it was a long time ago. A long time ago, eight eight almost nine years ago. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Scary. Yeah. But we we figured if we're going to talk about Lincoln Park, we're gonna, we have to have an authentic, real Lincoln Park fan, and that person for us is Megan. Megan knows Lincoln Park. She I loves try. her from Lincoln Park. She <laughs> loves her from Lincoln Park. And Kelly, Kelly's a, a casual fan. I do like them a lot. Um, I haven't heard like a lot of their newer things, but when their first album came out, like I was, I loved it. Now, so. was that the first album with In the End? Was that their first album? That was on the first album. Hybrid Theory was, was the first album. Hybrid Theory. Okay. Because I actually remember, I, I bought that CD, but I didn't actually buy the real version of it. I went to this little Indian spot in Queens, and I got it for five bucks, a bootleg version of it. And of then I bootlegged did. that and sold that several times. So, yeah, it was a good, it was a good album. That was 2000. Everybody did that, man. Oh, my 2000. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So how old were you when you, when you heard this, when you heard them? Um, I started listening. I See, I was like probably three or four years behind everybody else on like technology. Okay. So like okay. I would hear the song, but I wouldn't have a way to access it because we didn't have internet, uh, we didn't have, you know, MP3 plays or anything like that. Yeah. Like my first anything, because we didn't really listen to a whole lot of music in our house. It was either my dad's collection of Celine Dion or my mom's collection of Brooks and Dunn, which well we got we got to do a Celine Dion episode. One neither day. really interests me, but uh, <laughs> I actually got a little Walkman from my grandfather, and it had the AMF and radio on it. And, nice. um, so I would hear like in the end on the radio and I'd hit record, I'd, I'd buy little cassette tapes and I'd make my yep. own cassette tapes. But this mm-hmm. was also when everybody else had like MP3 players. Yeah. So, or at least CD players. <laughs> and I was sitting there with a little cassette player, but then I finally got my, you know, first CD player and then I got my first MP3 player. So I actually started hearing them, listening to them, you know, I was 11 or 12 years old. But then, like, because my brother was a big um, Alice in Chains fan. Uh-huh. So I was already in kind of, like, that a rock mode. mode. Yeah. yeah. It was already kind of there that I just liked that kind of, connected with that kind of music. So then uh, when I heard In the End for the first time, hearing that piano in the beginning, yes. hearing, hearing Mike Shinoda just rap, and, and it was just so different. But then it was just, I mean, the lyrics and everything, you know. It's such a it's such a cool cool song. The way they like you said they mix the piano, they they mix the rapping and the scream aspect, and then Chester can sing. The guy can belt out exactly. a song, like mm-hmm. I he has one of the coolest voices I've ever heard. And re, kind of furthering along the conversation me and Brett had last week about Queen, I had forgot that he actually sang for Queen for maybe a few years. Yeah, and he he toured with them and he killed some of those songs. Yes, the I mean, guy. It- he, it was like he could. It, there was nothing he couldn't do. 
Yeah. Um, and seeing like they started out with like the kind of the little heavier, like, you know, some of the songs were, I guess, in the genre of heavy metal mm-hmm. slash hip hop type thing because of the rapping. But then they kind of got into the like the electronic. Yes. Things, like, what is it called? Electronica pop, pop, pop or something that, mm-hmm. you know, you could hear all that in the background, but it was still it was you could always tell. It was that it was a Lincoln Park song. Yeah, exactly. they had they had a very they have a cool signature to that to their music. Extremely and, unique. Yeah. Yep. And it, it's it's I don't know. There's different little hints to their their the music that just tell you it's a Lincoln Park song. And then when you hear Chester's voice, you yep. immediately like, wow, strap in. Yep. Strap in because it's going to be a good one. So moving on, what what are your they have a lot of cool music videos. Yes. Very cool. Like within the end. I remember they had these crazy statues and it was pouring rain. He's like yeah. standing on the edge of the thing. Like, you know. I love that when he's standing on the edge, screaming out into the abyss. Yep. I love that part. What's your favorite video of theirs or videos? Well, I didn't, I mean, because it took me a while to even get attached to any of the videos because I didn't mm-hmm. have access to it. Like as a teenager, yeah. we didn't have internet growing up. So then it's like, you know, I would have to go to a friend's house to get on YouTube and stuff like that. So it wasn't until I was an adult that I actually even started, you know, watching their videos. But yeah. then um, I found their video for Lost in the Echo, which I thought was just a really, it may not be like their best video, but it's just a really, really unique take on it. And I, it can be mm-hmm. interpreted a bunch of different ways. Um, but it's like when you watch the video, it's just, you kind of, it just reverberates something. Like even mm-hmm. if it's not... Um, you know, I don't think it's about like bringing people back to life or anything, but it's it's just like remembering that person because everybody in the f- video has a photo, oh, okay. uh, a photograph. They're holding it, and then yeah. like that person in the photograph becomes real in front of them, and the person Ooh. holding the photograph becomes the photograph. So it's almost oh, like a give and take, like they gave themselves up for that person or something. I mean, it it can be t- interpreted a lot of different ways, but then the music is just it builds and builds, and it um. I mean, it just it, when it climaxes, it's just the 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 emotion and everything, and and Chester screaming and Mike Shinoda and everybody, and then uh, the people in the video, it's just really they're all really emotional, and then by yeah, the end I, of it, it's just it ends with like the photos on the ground, like it's just. I wish that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. It, wow. So like when you watch I it, you probably, you probably watch it a couple times because it's like. I wonder what they meant by it, but then it's like it's like most things where you can kind of take your own your own interpretation view on it. it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a really cool video in my opinion. I need and to then, watch that. Of course, one more light always hits because it's in a very emotional song. But then, you know, especially after Chester died, they made it kind of his tribute song. Mm-hmm. So then, and like, we were just, we were just talking about that before the episode is that Kelly had never heard that song and I had I added it to our list of discussion points. Yes. And so she was watching the video right before we started that recording and she's like, "Well, Kelly, hun, what'd you think?" No, it was just it was intense for one thing because it's all these clips of of Chester and you know, all these like old old clips of him that they've like compiled and everything and him singing to the audience and like he's literally in the audience singing to like the five people that are like right there with him holding their hands yeah mm-hmm. and they're you imagine along being that person him. i mean that's <laughs> i would have died if i was standing there it's heartbreaking Man. because 
you know, that was probably one of the last times that they, you know, got to see him in person and to be right there being able to kind of sing with him. Yeah. You know, it just, it just goes to show you the type of person that he was with his fans too. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's not a lot of artists that would get down in the audience like that and be like touching them. Like basically he was hugging them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a lot of artists that would do that. And, you know, it's just, it's a shame that, you know, he's not around anymore. Yep. I don't know. I got to high pi- high five uh, Jacoby at a at a um, Papa Roach concert. So who's Jacoby? Jaco- for Papa Roach. He's a lead singer. Yeah. See, in New York City, Jacoby Jacoby's a lawyer. So when you said <laughs> I got to high five Jacoby, I was like, you were like yeah, Jacoby and Myers. That's cool. Oh, no. no, he he came out in the audience and he wasn't supposed to, and like security was like following him around. So he started oh, they started chasing man. him, <laughs> and he just like went high fiving people, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so which one's your favorite album of Linkin Park? Um, probably Hybrid Theory because it was just the first one I connected with. And I actually mm-hmm. found I was, you know, just looking up a couple things just to remind myself. But um they actually made Hybrid Theory made what they call a diamond unit, which means like they they sold ten million copies of that album and they reached diamond level. Which that I did not is... know. Amazing. I believe it because that album yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean that's Easy. like one of my all-time favorite albums. I think I still have it. I think I still have the CD like in the garage. Well, I need to put it in my if, car. <laughs> even if nobody really, even if you're not like a Linkin Park fan, if in the end or like Crawling comes on the radio, you know exactly who it is. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, you know the song. You know you, you you sing along to it. You connect with it. And those were like two of the main known songs because they were kind of more popular on the radio. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, it was cool. It's just a side note that um, it was actually after Chester passed away. He passed away in 2017, July 2017. So it's almost been three years. Oh man. And uh, I remember it because he actually passed away on my parents' anniversary. July 20th, 2017. Mm. So I remember it really well. But um, Aaron Lewis from uh, the group Stained, he's the lead singer mm-hmm. of Stained, he did an amazing, amazing tribute to Chester on one of their concerts, of their acoustic concerts, um, singing Crawling. Ooh, that must be killer. He slowed it down. He made it like him and three other guys with guitars. And it was just, and he didn't even have to announce it. Like, I think one of the guys is like, um, do you want to tell him what it is? And he's like, everybody's going to know what it is. Mm. Yeah. Wait, I think you sent me that video, didn't you? Yeah, I, probably. Yeah, I did see yeah. I did see that. Yep, yep. See, Megan, Megan, Megan keeps me entertained at work sometimes. Uh, when I when I need something to listen to, Megan just drops me with knowledge. She'll text me, <laughs> listen to this, listen to this. And she hasn't failed yet. Has not failed yet. So what, what's funny is I, was just, I just pulled up the diamond certification. Yeah, it was instituted in 1999. Hybrid Theory came out in 2000, so they're yes. one of the first albums mm-hmm. to reach diamond status. And I didn't know what and it meant. I was like, I had to Google it because I was like, "What's diamond? Like, how many is that?" And it, 10 it's, million. it's 10, 10 million units or plus. Yeah, that's insanity. See, I remember in New York City, and I was in high school. That album was everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everywhere, everybody was listening to it. Everybody yep. was listening to that album. I would have. 
I would love to say it was my first album that I ever bought, but it wasn't. Um, oh, man. I actually didn't get a hold of it until I was probably, like, I had I had more mixed CDs because I had a friend that burnt CDs. Yeah. You know, and he, he was the guy that, you know, everybody went to, and you paid him a buck, and you paid you know, for the CD, and you picked 10 or 12 songs, and, and In the End, and Crawling, and Paper Cut were always, like, my top three songs on all of my lists. I, I was yeah. that dude in New York City. You pay me five bucks, and I got you. I got I got hit a couple of times by Napster that yeah they're gonna sue you for this and I was like I had to stop. Oh, he did too. <laughs> yep. Oh man. But actually, a little crappy story about my first album. My first album that I bought Ace was uh, no Ace of Base. Oh well. <laughs> Ace I mean, of Base. So not 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 far. It wasn't that one. It was um. Uh, beautiful life remember that album it's yeah, a, that's uh, like a CD, though. i mean it's not horrible yeah that it was that <laughs> album and then the fujis ready or not yeah i and bought those two albums both you hear and you know exactly who it is exactly and yeah. what's funny is I, I they were on cassette so that this ages me a little bit but i bought those in holland on a trip i went on so i went to this music store and up over there they didn't care if you were 18 or what because the fujis album was you know they had a couple of choice words it's like rated R. and yeah so the the, the dutch girl <laughs> at the register is like here take take this album and i was like i'm golden but yeah those were my first two albums ever was the fujis and ace of bass which is a weird a weird range in musical taste a little bit yeah That's right. but yeah my musical taste range is very weird but that's okay i think everybody's is because mine are too like <laughs> I listen to Disney music and then I listen to like Linkin Park. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's all it, over the place, but that's well what rounded. makes it, you know, interesting. Well, and we or, all have or, kids too. So it's kind of like, well, what, what are we listening to them for them too? So this is true. Well, the, or, I don't know. My kids you, listen to Linkin Park too. So. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, one of the questions I have is, will you introduce this band to your kids if you haven't done so already? Um, I've introduced it to my oldest, Malachi. Okay. Um, Levi will hear it and he's the funniest you know Levi's personality he's just crazy oh, yeah. um, but he'll hear one of the songs I had, had it playing on Pandora earlier and it was going through the uh, speaker of the TV and he comes in from playing outside and he just like opens his mouth like he's screaming at Chester like I don't even remember what song it was but he just like ah, and I'm like what are you doing he's like singing I'm like okay <laughs> so Oh, my man. little That's rocker funny. dudes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, what does Jonah do? Does he rock out? He's getting more into. He's he's paying more attention to like when music's on. He'll kind of cool. like shake his head, but he doesn't really <laughs> care yet. So. Yeah. He's he's oh, a work in awesome. progress. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, That's awesome. But so, then they're yeah, both so, like, "Let's listen what? to Frozen." I'm like, uh. Oh man! Well, l- lately, lately, what we're what we're digging on is the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh yeah, I have not listened to that. I've heard a lot about it, but I've not. Ooh, uh, that's Delvin. If, Delvin. Right, it's three hours, so oh, straight God. off the bat, block off. I would say just watch it in hour increments. Don't don't sit down for the full clip because you. I mean, first of all, the boys aren't gonna let you do that. They're gonna. Uh, no. They can't sit through it. But if you have a chance, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I hate I hate musicals, and I was I was hooked. 
Now, Andre, do you have a favorite song of theirs, of uh, Linkin Park? I actually love, love, love the heavy song. Yeah. Heavy. Because, well, I guess we could just go right into it. The he uh, Chester was dealing with some deep mental and personal issues. Yes. Heavy stuff. <laughs> heavy stuff. I hear an echo. Do you guys hear an echo? Yeah, I hear it. I wonder who that is. It's not too bad. Hun, you have, hun, do you back up the mic a little bit on your side? Testing. Hello. That was it. Yeah, yeah. that was it. <laughs> okay. It was, it was Kelly. But, wait, oh, there it is again. Hmm. Anyway, with the heavy song, I like how he talks about, it, it starts off right off the bat, I don't like my mind right now, stacking up problems that are so unnecessary. Wish that I could slow things down. I want to let go, but there's comfort in the panic. And I drive myself crazy thinking everything's about me. Yeah, I drive myself crazy. Because I can't escape the gravity. I'm holding on. I feel like that dude wrote this about me. Right. Because sometimes, I mean, I've, I've been dealing with anxiety issues for the last couple of years. And I'm getting, I've gotten help for it. And I'm working through it. But sometimes my brain is my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I mean, Kelly could attest to it. Sometimes I just, I lose myself in my brain. Yeah. And... It's helped what the things that I've gone through have helped talking to somebody and seeing a doctor for it. It's helped out a lot. And hearing this song makes you think about he maybe he did. Maybe he did get help for it. Maybe he didn't. Who knows? But it's it's like a cry for help. This song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he admitted in a lot of interviews, Chester did that. Um, the lyrics to 98% of their songs were his life because mm-hmm, he dealt with mm-hmm. a lot of things in like his childhood and preteens and stuff. Um, and, you know, he admitted that, that this was his life, that this was how he felt that this, you know, so it almost like all of his songs were a cry for help, but it was just mm-hmm. like, almost like everybody just, well, it's great music. And so they kind of, you know, they, and, and it, part of it was, and, and, and part of it was for an entertainment value. But then at some point you got to think where he, he saw himself going, mm-hmm. you know, and, yep, and, yep. and he may have gotten help at some point, I hope, but then apparently, you know, the, he, he was, he, he fell in that deep, dark place and he just couldn't get out. Right. Unfortunately. And when I, when I, that's when I hear the lyrics to like one more light Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, you know, it's like he's telling everybody else that he cares enough for them, but he yeah. didn't think people cared enough for him. Ugh. You know, it's, and it's it's it, like you that, just wanted to reach out and tell him, like, I care. I'm here. Yeah. You can talk to me type thing. And and I think a lot of people are like that. They, they have those problems, anxiety, depression, paranoia, mm-hmm. anything like that. And I don't think anybody ever has to be ashamed of it. No, no. You know, no, that's what's great all. about Lincoln Park Band, plus Chester Bennington's family, um, his wife, his kids. The dude had six kids. Jeez. And he, all of them, everybody has kind of banded together, and they've created hotlines and websites mm-hmm. and email chains to where anybody feeling like that could go to these these avenues, these accesses. Yeah. 
and have somebody to talk to. And that's the um, most important thing is realizing that you need help. And just even if just pick, like like you said, just pick up the phone and talk to just someone. It, it helps so much just to have some someone listen to you. Exactly. Like it just even just getting the stuff at the way I, the when I went to see somebody, I, I just getting it off my chest. I felt so much better. Yep. Like I got this poison out of my chest, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I mean, I rambled for a while, but she said all that she did was just sit there and listen. And sometimes that's all you need is just someone to listen, to hear. And you also need, like, an unbiased opinion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, somebody maybe who doesn't know your history and have, like, a fresh perspective on it. Yes. Because you could tell me until you're blue in the face everything that you've gone through. And I'm here and I listen. But I haven't gone through the stuff that you have. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not qualified to help you in the way that you might need help yeah so if if i can advocate for anything for anybody that is listening to this podcast if anybody has these kinds of feelings depression you know thinking of hurting yourself in any way just please please get help because it only hurts the people you leave behind yep you know when when I when I with the person that I was seeing, I I told her certain things, and I only saw things my way in my head. The only things how I wanted to see it, it was like, okay, this 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 and this and this. And she says, "Have you thought about it this way?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" And she goes, "There's a whole other side to this that you're you're completely ignoring." And when she said that, it opened up my eyes, right. mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow." And, she's and like, sometimes that's she, all you need. You just need she's somebody like, she, yeah. to turn she's a like, light bulb on. She's like, I'm not trying to just, she's like, I'm not trying to dis, like per, um, persuade you to thinking another way. But she goes, but have you thought about it this way? And I was like, no, <laughs> never crossed yeah. my mind. I'm, I'm 36 years old and never crossed my mind. Well, and sometimes you're not looking for a technical answer. You're just mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. to say yeah. it out loud. Exactly. And for somebody to understand that feeling. Um. You know, and I think everybody has dealt with that kind of thing. You know, we we kind of joke about it every once in a while. I know Brett always calls himself an angsty teenager, but I think we yeah. all dealt with that, like, angst-type yeah. feeling when we oh, were growing yeah. up of, like, mm-hmm. nobody understands me, nobody gets me, you know, whatever, I'm just going to go off by myself. And, and Lincoln um, Park, and Lincoln Park was perfect for this. Exactly, for these, these that feelings. was like God. But you know, it didn't, it didn't drive you to hurt your. You know, like Lincoln Park never like drove you to feel worse. Of like, mm-hmm. no, not it, at it all. It just kind of, it was an expression. And yeah. it, it felt like it, it, for, for me, it was like someone else is going through this stuff, like I am. Mm-hmm. Someone, feel, well, even, like someone. Go ahead. Sorry. Go, someone, someone can put it into words how I'm feeling. The feelings I have in my chest and my heart, someone mm-hmm. put it to pen and paper and it's expressing it better than I could. Yep. And see, they, they've, One More Light was actually their last single, um, I believe, that they released before Chester's death. And he, um, they kind of made that his anthem, but then they also made it kind of like a, um, they put it on slogans for anti-bullying and mm-hmm. uh, suicide prevention, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And it kind of became that like feeling of, of somebody cares, you know, they, mm-hmm. it, it's there. And 
And like I said, I, I think I said it to you, Andre, at one point, you know, it's like, if you can think beyond that moment yes, of that feeling of doing something, mm-hmm. if you can think just a minute beyond it, yep, you could get past it. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, some people don't. No. But... Sometimes that darkness, hopefully, sometimes that darkness just grabs hold of you and just, it doesn't let go. And it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. And unfortunately, he, he fell to that and it it, it sucks. Yeah, I miss him. I hate that. And I, and it's almost like I didn't want to listen to anything else of like newer. I mean, even the whole um, One Light album, I don't think Mm -hmm. I've listened to the whole thing because it's like, it's almost like a, a closing chapter for me of like, I don't want to let that go. And it's kind of like when, when Paul Walker died, I can't watch the last movie. I know. The last Fast and Furious. I can't do it. Let me tell you, You there was not, we saw that in the theater. There was not a dry eye in the house. I I refuse. I hate all those movies. Kelly has dragged me to almost (laughs) all of them. I, I go for her, but even I tried at that last, the last scene. Yeah, that I, mean, I can't. So... I can't watch it. Every time I hear about them making a new movie, I'm like, I've yet to watch the one where they said goodbye to him. I can't do I, it. I, uh, so it's heartbreaking. It's a good movie. It's one of the best movies. I let's, think. Let's but it's let's let's not let's not let's not, let's not go crazy on it. Those movies are not good. <laughs> he says, let's not label that the best movie. Yeah, it's not. Those movies are awful. I didn't say it was the best movie. I said it was the best out of those movies. But it, it, that's not saying much. Nah. Well, <laughs> like this is the, this is the best bone to break. It, yeah. Okay. Ugh. Look, but I like them. My wife and I have completely different. Um, taste in movies. She loves the Fast and the Furious movies, and I hate them. I don't love them, but I, like I've watched them all up until that point. Well, actually, but then, like I, I, once that happened, well, I'm like, nope, not watching. What's that? that what's that movie you we we rented on that the um, the one with the Rock and the British guy? Uh, Shaw. That's part of that, isn't it? Hobbs yeah, it's an offshoot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah an that, one, that one was decent. That one, that was, decent. one was good. So, I think just because Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson have a good, they have a good chemistry, so they play off of each other and they, you know, they crack on each other good, so. Yeah. But back to, back to the music, um, I think. (laughs) I love how Kelly's our our steering, our our, our rudder today. Awesome. I like that. (laughs) Is we get off topic. Um. But it all has something to... to do with something. Yeah, <laughs> we went from we went from Ch- from Chester uh, from Chester to Fast and the Furious to The Rock and Jason Statham. I don't even know how that happened. I don't know, but but anyways, yeah. Um, I think like I was 16 when Hybrid Theory came out, and even though like I had a good home life, you know, I didn't go through things that a lot of kids went through like my parents are still together um you know they've been married be 40 nice. <laughs> they've been married 44 years megan's parents are still together must yeah. be nice 35 <laughs> years next week so you know but but even still as a 16 year old especially a 16 year old girl you go through so many emotions and it's just you're trying you know you're 
really getting into boys and you're trying to figure out, you know, how, you know, how you should dress and if you should wear makeup. And it's just a million things run through a girl's head. Mm-hmm. And so just even to listen to, even though it was a guy singing, you know, it's still kind of like, it, it just, it made everything you know. kind of click, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, it was like you had said before, like somebody else is going, kind of going through what I'm going through. Maybe not to the extent that they're going through it, but in some way, shape, or form, they're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So true, that true. was my take on that. <laughs> Mama Bear's two cents. <laughs> my two cents. If it's if it's worth two cents. <laughs> Her two cents. That wasn't that. As a teenager, that was not my concern. I could care less about makeup. And, uh. Well, I know. But you're not girly. (laughs) No. No. I'm not. But we get along so great. I know. This is is why I'm so excited for Baby Girl to to come about. Oh, my God. how How she turns out. I am so excited about this Baby Girl. You know, Aunt Kelly is gonna be nervous about her. I'm nervous about her. She is going to be fantastic. Well, you know, uh-huh. she's going to have three older nervous. brothers. Yeah, for clarification, anybody listening, I'm pregnant with our fourth baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the baby girl that they're talking about. And I have thing. never been a girly girl, and I've never, I have three boys, and Ugh. that's just fine. And then this girl pops up, and I'm like, oh, crap. This is going to be Do what? I said this is going to be great. Oh it <laughs> yeah, is. I mean it I'm is. excited because it's. I mean Bobby's really excited. He's, well, it's something different too. Yeah, if I could just get him off a of certain baby names that I'm about to just murder him over. <laughs> if he tries to name this kid Clementine one more time, Clementine Annabelle. <laughs> you know, I just wow. I said the only way you're getting that is if I leave that hospital in a body bag. Yeah, you can name her whatever you want, but oh, that's. Man. Don't name her after an orange. <laughs> That's what I told him. He's like, but it's so cute. I'm like, oh my God. No, it's not. Like, I can't. She's going to be born 85 years old right out the womb. <laughs> She's going to have Benjamin Button syndrome. <laughs> but then, like, we tried to get the boys' take on it. And, like, leave Malachi, just any name he hears, he's like, let's name her that. And I'm like, no. Oh. And with Levi, he's still stuck on Super Baby. I'm, I'm, so I'm down with that. Any name we pick, he's like, yeah, super baby this, super baby that. And I'm like, okay, you can call her that. But like, How about her middle name is just super baby. <laughs> I, that would be amazing. We just well, got, we got completely sidetracked. Wow. Anyway, let's. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back home. All right, let's bring it back home. Get it back. So, bring it back. So, we already jumped out. We went, we talked about two songs already right so I'm, we jumping all over the place we talked about heavy and we talked about one more light so yeah. did we mention in the end or we kind of just we, we kind, kind of mentioned it. we didn't about it. yeah i think it was right, one so, of their more remote maybe most popular songs yeah um, it has to be it has it, to be it was one of the first ones i knew and like you said with, it, the, with the um the video and everything it just kind of like it was I don't know. It, it it hit home 
with a lot of things. Yeah. And like the lyrics, yeah. I mean, are awesome. The the piano and the the instrumental type stuff in it, and then like you get the awesome rap from Mike Shinoda. Um, you get the belting out from Chester. You get yeah. everything together, and mm-hmm. then, I mean, and and on the same album, there's a song uh, called Paper Cut. Mm, and it's kind of the same the i love that song <laughs> but it's oh the same God. kind of thing and that, that's what made me think of it it was like um because i was listening to it earlier and it came on and i was like oh my god you know but then i mean the whole album just is awesome but i could i could go on and on about hyper theory because it's just it's probably right. i mean it has to be probably my favorite album but so what, what's mm-hmm. your favorite lyric and paper cut Paper cut? Oh my god! Why does why does that why does that song resonate with Megan? I don't know, cause it's just uh, I, well, for one, it you think about a paper cut, it's just the mm-hmm. most annoying freaking thing you could go through. It does it's not yep. that painful, it's not dangerous, but it's just annoying. It's just right yep. there. It's always in a bad spot. It's always in a whatever. And you think about that, like maybe when you listen to the lyrics, and I don't know, it's just. Uh, I guess it's maybe kind of certain people could rub you the wrong way. And then, you know, I was trying to pull up the lyrics cause I was trying to find like, because I know the second verse says something and my pregnant brain don't let me just think <laughs> of something real quick. Cause that would be too easy. Um, hang on. I think I hear Joan in the back. God, I'm surprised I'm not hearing banging on the doors. And <laughs> I'm surprised yes. too, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> But it's like, it's, you know, that song, it's like talking about like being paranoid, looking over your back. It's a whirlwind. Um, and um, the part where it says, um, oh, I can't think. Where it's talking about like you have a face in me. Um, I forget pointing what out all it's your like, mistakes. Right. Pointing out all your mistakes in me. I've got a face on mm-hmm. the inside of you. Your paranoia is probably worse. Um I don't know what set me off first. And the, you know, it's just like all of that together. It's kind of like, it's like it builds through the whole song and it's just like this aggravation where you can almost feel him gritting his teeth. Mm, and it's just like, yeah. and then, you know, a uh, face on the, uh, that awakes when I close my eyes, face that watches every time I lie, a uh, face that laughs every time I, they fall, it watches everything, you know, and you hear that little like, echo in the back and it's like, it just, and then it starts and it, it 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 just builds and builds and builds through that whole song and it's and it's just like you're sitting there like waiting for him to say it out loud but he won't you know it's like mm-hmm. I don't know it's just the whole song I like and it's just one of those ones that you, yeah. see, you hear it come on you have to like sing along with it and it's just like ah, da, 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 you know, so. I think that was I, the I, first I've always song. loved that song. I think that was the first song on the album that I memorized all the words to because like I just loved it so much like it was just one of those songs that I don't know it was kind of like that um that Savage Garden song that he's like talks really fast in it oh yeah and you almost can't understand like what he's saying Caracola or something yeah, yeah. I can't think of what the name of the song is. Um, it's like Chicka Cola. I want you. I want you. No, I want you. Okay. Yeah, I want you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like that. Those two songs. Like I learned the lyrics. Like we went from Lincoln Park to Savage Garden. What is going on? I know. Today? Well, I love Savage Garden, but anyways, <laughs> we won't go there. Um, Bleed it out is like that too. 
Ooh. That song bleeded out. That's on the Minutes to Midnight um, uh, CD or the album. Is and, it? Uh, yeah, isn't oh, it? Oh man, it's yeah, like one of their right, right. because Minutes to Midnight was complete. Like I was so excited when that CD came out. I bought it before I heard anything on it, and the only thing I knew on it actually was what I've done because it was on the uh, Transformers movie. Transformers soundtrack, yeah. and it made that you know it kind of brought them back to light of like oh you know they're popular again, but then you hear the music and it's like they took a total turn and you're hearing it's kind of going, what is this? Is it really Lincoln park? Like it, but then you took, you know, you listen to it two or three times and you realize like, man, the lyrics are there. There's Chester. There's Mike. There's the music. All right, I have to, I have to play a little bit of a clip. Cause this is, this is, which one bleed it out. Yeah, I have to, dude, I can do that I'm... whole song. I love that song. <laughs> That song gets me. I'm over here. I'm over here standing. I'm actually. Yeah, that song, that whole song can go. Yeah. I'm over here standing in the, I'm standing in my office hopping to it. Jeez. Yeah. You know, what's funny in that video is that the whole, like it's, it's set in like a bar scene where they're, it's like a bar fight and everything is in reverse except the band. Like the band is watch playing. That video too. Jeez, it's pretty cool yeah. because it starts out with everybody on the floor and the fight just ended. And then when the song starts, it's like everybody fighting in reverse and the oh. whole thing. But the band is all like real time. It's just weird looking. But then it's like, you, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's kind of funny right. in a way. But then. I know what Kelly and I are, are doing after we, the podcast. We're going to watch yeah. Linkin Park videos. It's pretty funny. Because <laughs> that sounds amazing. But then you can't help. Like you said, yeah. it can't help but like, you know, stomp your foot to it and sing along that with was, it. And it's just, it's a that great. That got me hype. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. So let's go to. We got Bleed It Out. Numb. Indian. Numb is another Numb. one. Huge that's, song. That's an amazing song. And you can yeah. even hear the pain in Chester's words. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just sounds like he he's writing to somebody. He's either I, writing to like people. I, I feel that like he's writing want to a, a parent. little piece of him, or I feel I like he's writing know. to a parent. Yeah, yeah. that's how I would take because, it. Because because that's the way I took it when I was growing up. Was like, you know, when you're a teenager, you. I'm not knocking anybody's parents or my parent at all. I was raised by a single mom, so I, I saw my dad on Saturdays, but you try to live up to your expectations and mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, you just can't reach it. You can't reach yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I'm 36 and I still disappoint my mom, but it is what it is. But for me, this song was like, I, I look, I'm tired of being what you want me to be. Like I'm, I'm my own person. Let me do my thing. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find out who I am. But then he but, brings it back and says, but I know you were just like me with someone disappointed in you. 
Yep. It so was like, like a, he that... knows that, you know, if this was about like a parent for him, you know, he knows that they went through the same thing and maybe that's why they're like smothering him and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to guide him so harshly, yeah. um, you know, because, because that's all they grew up knowing. Make, yeah. And they don't want him to make the same mistakes that they might have made. So, but of course, you know, it doesn't As a teenager, always you know way like more that. than your parents. So. Of course. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's what we have to look forward to with our kids. <laughs> we have to look forward to that with our kids soon. Gosh. I'm just going to give them a, a Lincoln Park CD and be like, you know what? There work you it go. Out. Like, work it out. Here. <laughs> Listen to these uh, songs. <laughs> yeah. I know you're, I know what you're going through. Listen to this. This is what I listened to when I was your age. Here you go. Pretty much. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what music they're going to listen to when when they become teenagers. What band is it going to be the one that's going to, when they're 20 years from now, when they start the, the uh, Sophia and the the Soph and Kai podcast, what what (laughs) albums are they going to talk about? Well, Mal will probably just talk about Legos and, I don't know. Sophia will talk about Steven Universe. Probably. And as she as she perks up her ears right when she's sitting next to you, like what? No, she she's not even listening to me. She's got her headphones on. She's she asked earlier. She goes, "Can I be part of the podcast?" I said, "No, baby, you don't know Lincoln Park." She goes, "Well, I can react to what you say." And I was like, "You have to ask your mom first if you can you can say anything." She's like, "I'm gonna do sound effects." Yeah. Well, look, you might have heard a sound effect earlier from her tablet. I don't know what happened, hmm. but so. What was your take on this album, on this song, Megan? Which, what, what are we talking about? Numb, numb, numb. numb. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of felt the same way of like, you know, it, it kind of sounds like a kid-to-parent talk. Um, the mm-hmm. part where he says, um, every step I take is just another mistake to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kelly said, you know, we all, we, or you, you know, we can't live up the expectations that we think that they have for us. Yes. And um, even though usually it's not the case, um, but then like, you know, he's, he's talking about, you know, becoming so tired, so much more aware. Um, all I want to do is be more like me and less like you. And mm-hmm. as a teenager, I think we all thought that. But then like oh, yeah. today, oh, yeah. we would kind of pray to be like our parents. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, I wish I was as strong as my mom. My yeah. parents are some of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And, oh, yeah. you know, they raised seven kids and all of us had our stupid moments. And I'm sure we just gave them absolute crap all the time. But like, seven kids, yes. yeah. And, but you know what? They turn around and they look at all their grandkids and it's like, it's worth it. I mean, it. sometimes I look at my mom and I'm like, "That you would have never let me do that. And she's like, well, that's the great thing about grandkids because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've already done my job with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do it with the grandkids. <laughs> so it's like, you, you can know, send them home. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, they're, they're just, they're amazing people. And, and I wish I would have told them that, I mean, they're still here, of course, but like, I, I yeah. wish I would have told them that more growing up and appreciated yeah. that more. Yeah. Than just thinking that they wanted so much from me and I just can't do it and whatever. And I'm going to be my own person. 
Um, mm-hmm. But you like, know, like you said earlier, as a teenager, we think we know more than our parents. Yeah. We yeah, think. So That's the key word. We think. It's, it's hindsight. You know, you always, you don't see things like that until you're older and you've experienced more. So. Well, and at a certain own. point, I think yeah. our parents probably just stepped back and was like, you know what? They're going to have to do it. They're going to have to make the mistake and live it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they try to protect us as much as they can. My mm-hmm. mom was saying the other day, she's like, I may have been overprotective, but, you know, I'm sorry. She's like, I couldn't help that. Like, it's it, that's just. And I was like, I don't think you're overprotective. It's just, you know, me, me and my teenage mind was like, you're smothering me and you don't know mm-hmm. me. Right. And, all that, you know, it just yeah. and it, it, you know, put your headphones on and go sit in your room, and it's just yeah. you know, yeah. And um, and and now thinking about it, now that you just said that about you feel like you're you're being smothered. I'm thinking I'm I'm 13, 14, 15 years old in New York City, walking around the streets just being stupid, and I'm thinking I'm being smothered by my mother. No, I she's can, trying to protect me. I can't even imagine, like, my parents would have never let me walk around New York City by myself. I mean, I, 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 was, I was walking to school at, at eight, leaving my house and walking to school yeah. by myself. Yeah, my dad talks about, he grew up in Aiken, South Carolina. My, <laughs> my dad grew up in Aiken, South Carolina, and, like, uh, he tells me that, you know, tells me stories about him and his brother, who was, like, two, three years older than him. They were walking around at like, he was like four or five and his brother Bill was like, you know, seven. Eight or nine. Yeah, eight. And they were walking around at midnight, walking around the train tracks. Jeez. And I'm like, I can't, that would be like me letting Levi, he's four. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot imagine him even going outside in the dark. Like, I can't. You know, it's just yeah. like, where were your parents? Like, what is wrong with <laughs> you know? But it just shows, like, it's, it was just a different time. Like, it just, yeah. I mean, they always came home, apparently. So, I mean, I guess that was. And and it. that was the time with, like, no cell phones. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, you either came home or you were on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's funny that Brett and I always joke around. Me, me, and, and um, Brett always joke around. I think I've told Kelly that too. Is that growing up, like you tell them, okay, yo, let's meet up at the park at four, four o'clock. We meet up at the park. So a whole bunch of you guys show up, and you're missing one. You're like, either a he's dead, or his mom didn't <laughs> let him come out. And that, that was it. Those were your two options. You, you had no. There was, after that. there was no option C. It was like, all right, cool, let's go. If we if yeah. we watch the news later, if he's on the news later, then all right, sorry, dude. Yeah. But no, know what happened. <laughs> Yeah. If you see him at school the next day, then you're good. <laughs> and you're like, yo, what, what happened? What happened? Ah, oh, no, my mom didn't let me go out. All right, cool. But a uh, different time. Different time. Yeah. Wow, we just sidetracked like crazy. Wow. No, That's not crazy. really. We were still talking about it. So did we talk about all the songs already? Um, We didn't mention Burn It Down. And That's okay. the one I sent you. Burn It Down. There it and goes. then okay. uh, One More Light we haven't really talked about. Yeah, we did. Well, I, I heard that Megan had a story. Well, I think we kind of brushed on it about the um, the um. I just had a brain fart. Oh, <laughs> I just completely went blank. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, forget about it. I just completely went blank. But anyway, we're going to go well, back. Then I wanted to hear the story. <laughs> I don't know which story. I think I might have confused it with something else. Sorry. Oh, jeez. You got know my hopes up for nothing. You know, you know me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, burn it down. Let's go to burn it down. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I think I, I got something up real quick, but I'm no, sorry. I, I, I think I got to, I think I got to confuse with something else. And yeah. Sorry. Awkward. So burn well, it you down. You made it awkward. Burn it down. That's another cool video. I'm starting to think that I don't know any of the Linkin Park videos. I know the songs, but I don't, I don't remember any of these videos. I don't know a ton of them, but I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm watching them more and more. And, mm-hmm. um, cause I used to just, you know, I would plug in a CD and just listen to the songs. Like I, I wouldn't really watch videos a whole lot. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, or you'd listen to it in your car and it's like, you know, you know, all the songs and everything and the CD, but you don't either really was either wasn't music videos to go along with it, or you just didn't pay attention to them. And for a long yeah. time, I just, I hated music videos cause I never thought they fit the songs and just I'm at any just band, thinking that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I hated them because then I'm like, you just ruined the song for me because I, that has nothing to do with what it's talking about or what I yeah. thought it was talking about, you know. But um, a lot of Linkin Park stuff, it's like you watch it and you're like, that's not what I was expecting. But it's still really good in a way. Like some of them are weird, but the, it's just kind of it's one of those things where it's like. You watch it and uh, and like you can interpret it a bunch of different ways, but then it's like, hmm, I wonder what they were thinking when they shot this video of like, you know, this backwards bar fight or this, you know, um, and I can't even think of what the video about Burn It Down was, but I remember hearing the song and and thinking, oh, you know, I got to watch the video, and um, but now I can't even recall what it is. So, <laughs> so why, do you, why do you guys like this song then? What's special about this song? I don't, I mean, it's not like one of those ones that hits me where I'm super conflicted or I'm super, you know, attached to it. But it's like, when I hear it, it's just, you know, it's because it's like, it starts with, um, you know, the cycle repeated as explosions broke in the sky. All I, that I needed was the one thing I couldn't find. And you were there at the turn waiting to let me know. We're building it up to break it back down. We're building it up to break it back down. And then it kind of climbs from there. And it, you know, and then the chorus is like that. And um, I don't know. It's just kind of a, you kind of think of it as a, when you, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling. So I don't really. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm you're trying fine. to like get my thought together and I'm just like, ugh. Well, it kind of sounds like they're burning a bridge, maybe. like Yeah, and it's like you're trying to make a connection or, you know, it's like, are you going to be able to build it back up? Are you going to be able to fix it? You know, or yeah. has it been has it been beyond recognition, you know? And yeah. you could take that as a bunch of different, like, relationship styles or, or yeah. parental stuff or anything like that. Um, it's just one of those songs that you can kind of interpret your own way. Now was that on was that on a soundtrack? Uh, I feel I like know. it was. I don't know. Or like on a video game. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. I don't know. It may have been on a soundtrack. Yeah. I, don't know. I have to Google it. That's what I'm trying to do, but <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. 
the Google. Oh, please. Google, sponsor us, please. Uh, let's see. It was nominated um, for World Music Award for Award for World's Best Song. Uh, MTV Video Music. Whoops, what just happened? Um, award for Best Visual Effects. Best Rock Video. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see if I, I can find it. Didn't make, it didn't make it on anything. I thought it was on a soundtrack. Ah, well, whatever. Still a good song. It was, yeah, it's it was on song. their, it's on the Living Things album. Yeah. It was on Jumanji, The Next Level. Okay. All right. Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was on something, but all right. Besides the point. All right. Now, my, I have a random, well, not a random question. How did you guys feel about the Linkin Park Jay-Z album? Uh, oh, no. I think Jay-Z feels like he has to be a part of everything. You know, like, uh, I think it was an interview or something. And even Chester admitted, like, they got kind of... Not forced, but like it was kind of like they got contacted by Jay Z's people, and they were like, "Yeah, let's do this," and they were like, "I guess so." <laughs> I mean, it's just—I mean, even though that's a good song that they did together, they did "Numb" together, um, and that mm-hmm. one's the one that like was really popular. What was it? Collision Course or something? Was Collision it Course? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, they did several songs, but then it's like the only one really people remembered was "Numb," and that one was pretty good with all of it together because that is kind of the rap and the the beat behind it and the um, turntables and all that, it fit, but I just, I guess maybe I'm more looking at, like, you have to be really careful when you mix a genre. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and to me, like, Linkin Park is just enough rap, it's just enough rock, it's just enough metal, and then, like... Just enough electronica. Right, and then, like, Jay-Z all you got is, oh, you know, type and stuff in the background. And I'm like, oh my God. But like to that one, I actually liked the numb song, but, um, that they did together. And, and I, I think I have it on a CD somewhere and I will still listen to it, but you know, and, and like a lot of collaborations, I think when you hear about it, it's like, really, they're mixing this, but then you hear it and it's like, oh, okay. But yeah. I mean, I mean, what was I that one with, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, what was it? Nelly and um, Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Oof. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. Okay, beyond the fact they sound like they're singing to each other. Um, <laughs> and you watch the video, and they're, I'm like, there's no female in this video. Like, what is going towards on? The, towards the end, they look yeah. at a picture of their significant yeah. others. Yeah, but like the whole video, you're thinking, oh, What's wow. This is, this is weird. Um, but then like... <laughs> Stuff like that, the collaborations, I think people, they, they try to mix it up so much and just try to do something different. Or sometimes it really, really works and sometimes it doesn't. I so, thought it worked with the with the. I mean, Nelly, I liked it with... because I felt like it was, you know, when Jay-Z actually does talk, he, he, he gives good rap you know, and everything. And, yeah. um, and then with the, the music behind it, and it still had the Linkin Park feel... I don't think it like all it took it away or anything. I don't think it took anything from it, but it's mm-hmm. it's an interesting collaboration. 
it's funny. I typed in collaboration songs and Numb Encore is the fourth song on there. Yeah. That's so weird. I, I mean, yeah. that's probably the only one I like off of them with them doing it together. Um, and I never bought the CD. I didn't. I admit. I, I bootlegged it somewhere. I forgot where I got it. I don't it think I ever owned it, but um, but yeah, I think I think some collaborations are really, really cool. It's just like I think covers are really cool when they're done right. Yeah. You know, some of them can be so screwed up, and it's like, why did that person do that, or why did they let them do that, or couldn't you just left it alone? Um, Megan sent me the great, one of the greatest covers <laughs> See, I love Ever. I love some covers. I really do. And I actually search for them. I look and I try to find um, interesting ones that people... And most of the time, it's people that you don't know. And that's the ones I like the most. Yeah. All right. So Megan sent me... It's by a singer called In This Moment. And they covered In The Air Tonight. Please yeah. watch this. It blew my mind away. Because I'm a big Phil Collins fan. And I heard this on a loop at work over and over again. Because it is beautiful beautiful in this moment is the name of the artist and then in the air tonight please watch it i thought that one was awesome because it did do that build up build up that like the same thing that phil collins does oh man it's just and then it like gives you absolute head to toe tingles when it actually hits that drum beat and the drum solo yeah everything hits and you just feel that person and the the person singing it is just like they have this Her voice haunting. is hauntingly yeah. beautiful. And it's it, it just, it, it makes you almost your skin crawl, but in a good way. Yes. Just, and actually awesome. right now, my skin, my skin is crawling right now yes. thinking about, about it. Cause you know what? I have to play a clip. Forget it. I'm going to, I have to play a clip of this. Cause this is just beautiful. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to fast forward because it's a long intro. So let me get, let me get a little bit. get i'm gonna get to the drum solo because this is because <laughs> it is just... So Megan sends me to this sends this to me at my job and I'm like freaking out like oh my god this is amazing this is amazing <laughs> and that was like, just a random find I was just like 
Like, you don't touch a Phil Collins song. No, and that's what I'm worried about. And when it starts, it's like, oh, it's got that, like, eerie type of feel. And it's like, okay, what's going on? And then you have to listen to the whole thing. Oh, man. I thought it was an awesome cover. Um, it, it was fantastic. It was. Fa- I mean, if, if I'm the if I'm her producer of record label, and she's and I'm like, yeah, where is hey, she? Like, hey guys, I want to I want to cover Phil Collins in the air tonight. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But she <laughs> nails that. But like I said, some covers it's it's worth people doing, and that's why mm-hmm. I'm I, I I when you told me you wanted to do a cover. Um, episode episode yeah, well it was one. your idea you you give me ideas that's the thing I, I, oh you guys this is our this is megan the producer that I, <laughs> i've named dropped several times she's our producer because she'll text me like you should try this you should try this you should do this or don't go don't keep saying uh-huh 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 <laughs> i try to be nice about it i mean no i like it i, I, I text her i text her, i'm like hey how'd i do and she's like oh, it was all right. what did i say the first time i was like i don't remember tell you yeah from a place of friendship and love, I'm not yep. mean, but yep. Yep. dude, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> and I, I, I dude, Megan, Megan, and Jay Sizzle are one of the first ones that I text. Like, what? How'd I do? Jay Sizzle. I, I see. I squeezed in Jay Sizzle on this one. I was, I, I was thinking, how do I get him I in this episode? I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said his name. I don't even know him. Gag now that I don't even know him, and I should have just said his name. Be like, hey, Jay Sizzle. You don't know you know Jay Sizzle. Who is it? You don't. You really don't know who Jay Sizzle is. No, I don't. I don't. I w- Is Jonathan? Jonathan. Our, yeah. Jonathan, our Jonathan. That our Jonathan. Yeah. The only Jonathan I yes. know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Our Jonathan. The one that just sent me something about hot air balloon, Jay. Jay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I did not know that actually. <laughs> That scares me just a little bit. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna promote um me me and, and Jay Sizzle have a business going on. Jay and Dre hot air balloons. That's what yeah, so. the text I got and I was like, what are you talking? And I'm thinking, man, Andre I'm got a hold of this. Oh man. I, I'll say I'll say I'll send you I'll text you the uh, the logo that we we designed. Oh <laughs> That's Jay Sizzle. That's Jay Sizzle. Okay. That's Jay Sizzle. That, I can't say that I knew that. I really didn't. Oh, that's I thought funny. You we're talking about somebody because you mentioned names all the time. And I thought you were talking about someone from New York, like no, this know, is like Jose or something. And I was like, I've heard the name a million times, but I don't know who it is. Like no, this Jay Sizzle is our our Jay Jonathan. Sizzle. Okay, that makes a weird. <laughs> sense. It's a little scary. So now, now, you, now you gotta text text them now back. I gotta check like, Jonathan. Be like, what the heck, dude? We had the same interest, and and we've oh, never man. mentioned that. Yep. Like, I know you're, 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 I got to change his contact on my phone as Jay Sizzle. I got to put that on there. Like, Hey, I know your alter ego. (laughs) Your alter ego. I'm working on getting him on the show. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking him down slowly. I think I'm going to get him on soon. All you're going to hear is (laughs) just him laughing. He's just going to laugh and giggle. Oh man. Kelly knows it. And Jonathan knows it. He has the most distinct laugh. It's great. Yes, he does. And I was not making fun of you, Jonathan. I was promised. No, you. I, you have. You, I hear you laugh, and it makes me smile, like for real. Yep. I, hear, I hear his. I hear the laugh in my head right now. I do. I, I, I do. Just, do. Oh my that's me funny. Too. Oh, oh, that's awesome. So that, yep. So that's Jay Sizzle. So I, I, we got him in the episode. We got him yeah. in our bonus episode. 
Because this isn't a numbered episode. This is just a bonus one. Oh, see, I just, only get the bonus one. No, it's a special edition. Because remember, we, we I don't know if this is being uploaded. Maybe you, you have final say if it gets uploaded or not. I think it... You remember my... I said I didn't want to be on an episode. I just wanted to give ideas from the background. And, and I broke you down. Broke it, broke it down, and you ha- you mentioned Lincoln Park. And I'm like, ah, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know, I know how but, to get people to do things. You know what? I would have, I would have done it for a lot less. I would have done it right. for, because I have bands that I'm truly passionate about that I always have been. Um, but Lincoln Park was probably my oldest one of like being connected to. Okay. Just on a you know personal level, everybody yeah, yeah. has that band where that's the first one. That and like Three Doors Down were my oldest bands that mm, I started listening to. Before. I never really dabbled in Three Doors Down. Wait, yeah. no, wait, wait. Yes, I yeah, have. I have. I, I take that back. I got them confused. Somebody else. My bad. Yeah, it, it's just one of those. I don't listen to them a ton anymore, but it was just one of those um, things that you know you always heard them and they were really popular radio, but then even when they stopped being popular and that's what I think it irritates me with Lincoln park, with people talking about Lincoln park. Um, if like, if they're like, they're they're irrelevant now, they're not relevant. They're whatever. And I said to who, you know, who they're not relevant. It doesn't matter if they're not relevant on the radio or if they're not even making, I could care less if they ever made another album or song again. Actually, I don't want them to in a way because there's, there's no Chester. Yeah. And Chester and Mike make that band. And yeah. so it would be really hard for me, you know, because like I you know mentioned, what it, um, you know, um, I mentioned, uh, oh, Lord, my brain. Stone Temple. No. Yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, in, they did. Yeah. Um, even though I was never a huge uh, STP fan, um, I liked it when Chester did like, you know, he sang with them. He sang with them mm-hmm. for a couple years, and then he wanted to get back. He he dabbled in a band project um, called Dead by Sunrise, but nothing was ever as important to him as Linkin Park. Yeah. yeah. But, like, with um, with Alice in Chains, nobody really paid attention when Lane Staley died. He, they replaced him with somebody that sounded similar, and they kept making music. And nobody mm-hmm. really cared. To me, if they did that with Linkin Park, I would just it would hurt me. Yeah. It would, It'd be yeah. Hard it would to make me mad on a whole new level. I feel like they should just be like, you know what? Cap it. We're done. And, yeah. and start something else. Yeah. Yes. I mean, go to another because project, but just don't do it under the Lincoln. Park. I would, co- I would compare it to queen. That I was thinking the same thing. You can't, you can't, I think I mentioned that last week. That. I, 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 I mentioned it last week's episode uh, with Brett is that Queen did a benefit show for Freddie Mercury or a memorial show for Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And they had 22 singers just to accomplish the range that uh, Freddie Mercury could reach. Yeah. And you can't replace Chester. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. So just let it, okay, Linkin Park, it's it's done. Yeah. It has its legacy. Just move on. Yeah, just um, let it lie. The, the only way you could do Linkin Park, and this is, I mean, this is a stupid idea, is if one of his kids sings like him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think his oldest son is like maybe early twenties, but I don't know if any of them are into music. I'm yeah. not sure. That's the but, only um, way you can let it happen. If beyond that, it's let it go. I just I feel like it's it's they've they've done amazing tributes to him, um, and like 
there's a video online, I can't remember what it's called, but it's some kind of benefit concert, and Mike Shinoda is just on the keyboard, and he's playing, um, I think he's playing in the end, just the piano. I have seen that video, yes. And he's just talking to the audience, he's not singing, he's just talking to the audience, and it's basically, he's doing the, you know, if anybody, you know, we're we're here for everybody, we're, you know, all this, and then he, he lets the audience sing two bars of the chorus. That and thing you can is just, beautiful. Yeah, it's you can feel it through everybody, even though you know it's just a huge crowd. Nobody singled out, but everybody got their turn, type thing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff's awesome. But to me, that's like a good tribute and honor, you know, in memory mm-hmm. of type thing. It's not them moving past him. No. Yeah. You know. And um, I don't know. I just I don't know how I don't know how I would feel about if they replaced him or if. I really hope they don't replace them. I really don't. Um, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they will. I think if they do something I just, else, I want them to. I I enjoy listening to them still, and I still have their albums. And I just, I it's like I want that memory to to stay right there. Yeah. And I, I don't want it yeah. to move yeah. on. But I don't. I really. I really don't think they'll 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 move forward with any type of albums unless they had they release some unreleased songs. Well, there's rumors going around that they have. Um, they have unreleased music, and I think they're trying to get legal rights to it because it's Chester's. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I mean, I don't, don't quote me on that, but I... You heard it here Eric first, has, guys. Right. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to get a call from somebody. How do you know that? Um, <laughs> no, it. but it's like oh, they, <laughs> they not only have like unreleased stuff that it's like they don't know if they want to release it or if they can release it. I think they have to get rights from the family. But yeah. then they also have stuff that they were working on and they're kind of moving forward with. But I don't know if they're moving forward with another singer or if they're just hmm. letting Shinoda take it. I don't know. And I don't know how that'd I be, feel about it. <laughs> that'd be tough to have Shinoda front it. Because didn't, didn't he have a band? Yeah, he dabbled in. I mean, he did Fort Minor. Fort um, Minor, that's the one. Yep. Which was awesome. I loved that. I mean, yeah. that was. But I don't think he ever stopped with Lincoln Park. You know, it's not, Mm. he didn't like leave Lincoln Park and go to Fort Minor. Fort Minor was just a side project. It was just like a, um, and that's another good, like, little just side thing that was, it was a cool offshoot and it was, but he, it had nothing to do with Lincoln Park. No. Like it had its own, it it, it had its own vibe. Be like that. He didn't sound like it was just kind of his personality coming out, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really want them to make anything more. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I, I highly doubt they'll, they'll do anything else. They'd probably have a, uh, like a benefit show and have a couple of singers sing songs. Yeah. But I think now, they've they, done they'll, they'll those, and it's, it's awesome having these other uh, artists come and just pay tribute to Chester and hearing mm-hmm. them with the lyrics of Lincoln Park, but then their vocals behind it, kind of like Aaron Lewis. And um, <laughs> I think Sean Morgan did one um, from Seether. I think, um, um, what's his name? Dave something. No, not Dave. Um, he's the lead singer of uh, Three Days of Grace. I can like see his face, but I can't remember his name. Hmm. Um, I think he did one that was was really cool and they 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 bring it all down to like an acoustic just them and a guitar and it's just like that's how they wanted to play it for chester type thing 
That's cool. And it's just a really cool, intimate type feeling. Um, yeah, it's I, I love that kind of stuff. I love finding yeah. that kind of stuff, and you know. And that's one of the beautiful things about YouTube is it you you can find right. anyone performing anything <laughs> yep. with a cell phone camera. You find that video. Yep. Well, that was a good episode. I think so too. I, I think so. It, I think it's postable. I hope I didn't ruin it. No, not at all. I I I actually enjoyed this very much, and I actually hope you come come back again. Maybe I, I don't know. I really I I, I um. I would kind of beg to be on the uh, covers. Oh, you're gonna be on there. Yeah, that, that's for that sure. One. It was your, it was your idea to be on it. I'll no, it, no, no, it. I'll put it out there in just the universe to listen to. Um, if you ever do like, uh, I don't know, if you ever want to talk about a like a hard rock genre or, you know, kind of like uh, kind of like Lincoln Park, but like they're in their own genre to me. But like, yeah. You know, I listen to a lot of Seether and Stained and Evanescence and, you know, stuff like that. You, where... you sent me on such a long Stained hole on Friday. On yeah. yeah, Friday. I went down. I just, I put on Stained uh, on Spotify. On the hole fast. I just, I went, I fell down oh. hard. It was the, the whole day I, I listened love, to Stained. I have an Aaron Lewis fetish. I, I haven't the, listened the, the to Stained is amazing. in forever. I'm not gonna say that we're naming our daughter after anything, but there has been talk. Aaron E R I. No, not Aaron. You remember that song you you mentioned? Oh my! Bobby's in love with the name, and I'm oh like, dude, we my. can't because his last name is Lewis. We will literally be copying him. No, you have you have to you and have to name her that. He says, "I love Please. that name." Well, he had you never heard the song before. Well, now I want to know what the name is. I, we, I'll tell you later, hon. I'll tell you later. He can't. Well, it's not like that's going to be. We don't know yet. Because we've, oh, jumped, we've jumped hard back and forth between names. But, like, oh that song. Um, go ahead and say what it is. No, 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 no. I just you text, can say, I text it's her. It'll be okay. I'm not worried oh. about anybody stealing my name. I don't care. Zoe Jane. Yeah. <gasps> And I played I it for Bobby that. because I was like, I said, you know, I love Stained. And I said, um, see, we were thinking Emmy Jane. And I said, we could, it'd be similar. And he's like, I like Zoe better. And I was like, no, Zoe. I, he says, we, I said, I can't name her Zoe Jane. I said, because her the yes, little girl's name is Zoe Jane Lewis. And he's like, yeah, but she's, awesome. she's probably married by now. She's married by yeah. now. So. Oh, yeah. She's, a, she's an But he's listening yeah. to this song. And I'm telling you, he's listening to this song. And he's like standing there just for the scene of it. He's standing there holding Jonah, rocking him. And he's listening, holding my phone, listening to this song. And I'm like tearing up hearing him hum the song and like, and I'm singing along with it. And it was just like such an emotional moment. I was like, oh my God, are we naming our daughter after yes, this song? Yes, I was yes. like, my mom will kill Seriously. me. But I, no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. always that's, been, yeah. Well, see, I, I, I I told you this the other day. The first time I heard that song, I cried hysterically. And I didn't even have a kid yet. Well, remember, I then, wanted to use Jane anyway because, mm-hmm. and again, my mom's going to kill me, um, because <laughs> um, Breaking Benjamin is another huge favorite band of mine that I have a giant connection to. Crush. I love, yeah, yeah. love Breaking Benjamin. And um, they have really cool backstory too, but I won't go into that. But like their their song "Diary of Jane," 
is one mm-hmm. of my favorite songs of all time. And I was always like growing up, I'm like, Jane, nobody uses Jane anymore. That's awesome. So then I was trying to incorporate that name. Well, then when Bobby heard Zoe Jane, he's like, oh, oh my God. And I was like, um, I'm not sure if we can get away with that. And yes, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Look, he like, doesn't yeah. own it. <laughs> yeah. Name her whatever we want. No, I, I don't He's know not going to listen to this and sue you for taking his daughter's name. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that name is perfect. Well, yeah, I do too. He almost named Jonah Aaron after Aaron Lewis. Oh, man. Because I'm, I'm a huge Aaron Lewis fan. Um, and yeah, I actually got to see him live, and he is amazing live. Like, he mm-hmm. is one of those artists that he could do live shows every day of the week and never stumble never never crack his voice never and just you feel just as personal at the first show as you do as the Mm -hmm. Uh, hundred that guy's voice is ridiculous i love him are they still making music staying yeah yeah they're a little bit here and there like i don't think they've come out with anything recently but um he does he does like acoustic shows a lot i think yeah please um, name your daughter zoe jane please please it's it's in talks we'll see oh Bobby, I'm gonna text I'm, you later. I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you now. I'm gonna monogram it already. Yeah. Zoe Jane. So Jane. It's, just, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> it's oh, done. Man. We, were joking, that... we were joking about like you know, because we listen to a lot of music in our house, and we always have you know, I always usually have music playing, and and the boys, you know, they'll hear songs or whatever, and that song, um, the remake or the cover of, um, oh my brain. Y'all hate being pregnant. I... <laughs> well, stop being yeah, pregnant. I know. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, Only you can control to, that. Uh, Look, I tried to tell I you. Know, to I'm stop. trying to find. <laughs> I'm trying to find what it is. It's an old. Um, uh, I can't think. It's the song. Um, Mama told me. Then when I was young, sit beside me, my only son. It's a Johnny Cash song, I think. Oh wait. Um, Simple Man. Oh my God, I couldn't think. Okay. Um, Simple Man. <laughs> um, so that song it was covered by Shinedown. Which you again, know, I thought that was always a Shinedown song. No, 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 no. It's a remake. Wow. It's an as wow. a cover. Um, I think it's Johnny Cash that sings it, if I'm not mistaken. But I may be wrong on that. Um. But Bobby loves that song. So, like, I was Leonard, singing it. Like, Leonard Skinner. Always. Leonard Skinner. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, I was singing it, like, it was on Pandora. And I was just, like, singing it to the boys. And, and Malachi was like, this is such a cool song. You know, it's like, it's like you know, he's talking. It's, you know, the mom talking to the son. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And so I was just kind of singing it to him, whatever. Well, then when we heard, like, Bobby heard Zoe Jane, I was like, now you have something to sing to her. Oh no. my and oh. it was just like that like euphoric moment of like oh my god i do you know it's just we, miss, hun, we missed out strange. we missed out hon we missed out we could have called sophia zoe jane well no, sophia adele is is perfect yeah let's, oh our kid our kid's middle name is adele because we love yeah, adele so much yeah so she did get named after an artist and it's, yep she did she did well let's let's hey, but hear no, from but, from Sophia herself and see what she thinks of 
the name. Oh, she's di- she's dying to, she's dying to get on the podcast. So let's. This is my daughter Sophia. Uh, say hi. Hi. I really like the name Zoe Jane. It's it's like it. really cute. It's cute. It, it flows. It's cute. It's Sophie. Cute. Have your daddy play you the song Zoe Jane, okay? And I want you I to look into that. his eyes when he sings it to you. Oh no 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 no! And that I want you to me. see him cry. Oh man. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. Zoe Jane Lewis flows. <laughs> That's what Put I'm going to do. Put it on YouTube. Label it Hysterical Dad. And oh, yeah. <laughs> Megan's me, evil. Jeez. Just give me away one day. Like something like Oof. hashtag. Zoe Jane makes my father cry. <laughs> oh, no. Zoe Jane makes a grown man cry. There you go. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> Oh. No, but oh, she. You say I'm evil. She's laughing at you. Yeah. Well, She's you put like, that idea oh. in her heart. That's awesome. Oh man. But no, Zoe Jane flows for your daughter. Yeah, it I does. Think personality wise too. I can see. I mean, I see. I see Zoe Jane Lewis. That's perfect. See, my sisters yeah. are like, no, she's gonna be preppy. She's gonna be whatever. I said, no, nah, she can't be. No. She you won't know. be. You never know. Kids don't hack it around here if she's preppy. One of us is gonna end up in jail. Like, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So we're so we're, this episode's ending with us naming Name baby later. girl Lewis uh, Zoe Jane Lewis. We'll find out in October. <laughs> October's the due date. October twenty sixth. Yeah. All right. So I, I'm guessing September twenty fourth is when you'll give birth. Good lord, I. <laughs> I have strange, strange pregnancies. Knowing, knowing Megan, it it will yeah. be five weeks early. <laughs> yeah, with, with Megan, it's it's probably gonna be born on Malachi when Malachi was born. Yeah, Malachi thought that was gonna be funny, and I was like, no, let's not do that again. Yeah, it, it, it'll <laughs> Ma- Megan's babies don't wait to to cook all the way; they run out. Well, Jonah did. Jonah was nine pounds when he got there. I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can handle much more. But but that oh, explains. Man why Jonah is the way he is. He didn't want to leave. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I'm going to stay right well, here. Doesn't. I'm going to stay right here. I'm nice and comfortable. I love he my He tried to dig his, his nails in. <laughs> it yeah. just didn't work. Don't make me go. Uh, <laughs> so what's your next episode, Andre? We have an episode tomorrow with Brett. Hopefully, hopefully we, we could do it. And we're going to do our fairest songs from 2003. Okay. Yep. So we're, we're we're changing it up a little bit. We're changing it up a little bit. So that it's gonna be 2003, and then next week we have an episode. Hopefully, my guest comes through, and we're gonna talk about Mayday Parade's album, uh, Lesson in Romantics. Okay. Which I don't know much about. I've listened to it a couple of times, but I'm trying to get more familiar with it. And we're it's gonna be kind of an an interview episode with this guy. So hopefully, it takes off. We've ch- we've chatted a bunch, and it seems like we're good to go. Yeah, and I've actually reached out because on my Instagram page, the pictures uh, that I posted about of Matchbook Romance, mm-hmm. the drummer liked all my pictures. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I immediately contacted him, so I'm wait I'm waiting for him to respond. I'm like, dude, can you be on my show, please? That'd be please, cool. please. That would so, be awesome. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to make moves with this thing. Hopefully, hopefully we get more a little more listenership, and eh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, tomorrow. If, if, it, if it takes off, we're going to be doing 2003. Um, 
if Brett can't do it, then maybe Mama Bear steps up. Or I just I just post this episode as our weekly episode. Okay. We'll see. But regardless, if, if you allow me, I shall post this one. As long as it's not, you know, I didn't ruin it in any way. No, not no. Megan. Actually, it's this. Look, it's a minute. It's an hour and twenty three minutes, and we're still rambling. I, I, I think you kind of made this episode. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fantastic. Actually, yeah, this was this was a really good. I think this was. Yeah, one I'm gonna of the blame episodes. both of y'all if anybody steals my name. I'm gonna blame both of y'all because you said I could say. I texted to Kelly, and you were like, "Go ahead and say well, it." Well, you know, it's true. It's my fault. Blame it, it on. It is me. your fault. Look, but I, th- do, I think if they do, you can still name her that. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not the type of person to really care what people think. So. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I, I, I think that name. And if, That's like it. you said, if Bob, if Bobby likes it and was was yeah. digging it, I mean, you're you're set. Yeah, I, I, I honestly would not even look for anything else because you both like it. Just and do, yeah. do you know any other Zoe's? And yeah. it's not Clementine. <laughs> it's and it's yeah. not it's not common at all. It's not. I don't know any Zoe's. Mm-mm. So I think you got your name. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I think the highlight of my my podcasting career is this this name. Zoe. We Jane. named the baby. <laughs> Congratulations. You've done something we haven't been able to do in six months. <laughs> wow. We helped. <laughs> yeah, we helped. But with that being said, we'll 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 leave it at that because we're gonna end up just start rambling and chit chatting <laughs> yeah. and going crazy. And then that way Megan can get to the to the boys. Yeah, Is she I know awake. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, no, I'm not, she's like, I'm gonna stay in here. Can, I know their daddy didn't put them episode. down, yeah. That, she's that like, I'm just happen. gonna keep talking even after we're done, and just no, make them we're gonna, think we're still going. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. I'm gonna send her the file, and she's gonna play that out loud. Well, me and you, <laughs> your voices, hun. And she's just gonna be like, oh, I'm still recording. I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> Mommy's busy. Or we, or we could record. We could record the 2003 episode right now. <laughs> I can only get away with so much. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. That's my daughter. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get Sophia's um perspectives on two thousand three, honey. Sophia, what was your perspective on two thousand three? My perspective on two thousand three? No, Sophia's. Sophia's. Oh, she's gonna be like, I wasn't even born. Yeah, yeah. I I was born in two thousand eleven, so I wasn't born in two thousand three. Oh, jeez. But that's her perspective on two thousand three. <laughs> yeah, that's your perspective on two thousand three. Well, I have a perspective on two thousand two, not the year, but the song. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah good song i made a joke i just made a joke <laughs> yes you did her first joke on the podcast i will be making well, a ton of jokes when i get my own episode oh jeez. <laughs> i i can't figure out how to get her an episode i'm like what are we talking about i have no idea we'll, yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out one day but with that being said megan thank you so much for joining us thanks this for having fantastic. me i love this this is a cool episode hun yeah. thank you for being the third mic this is good. Oh, you're welcome. You can say you're welcome. Hey, cool, whatever. I'll see you in a minute. Sorry, you cut no, out. Like, she just leaves me here hanging. Whatever. You're but, welcome. With that being said, thank you, girls. I appreciate it taking the time to spend time with me. And with that being said, hasta luego, guys. Bye. Peace. Peace. Oh, thank you.